We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Derek Larger, Cody Felger joining me as always. And guys, we have all seen the news by now that Kari Willis is retiring from the NFL, which now leaves a spot open on the Colts safety roster spot. And I think today it's time that we discuss it a little bit. Uh, we've kind of talked quite frequently about a lot of the safeties that the Colts have acquired over this offseason. But now that we know that Kari Willis will no longer be with the Colts, Cody, there's a starting safety spot up for grabs now. So we know that Gus, in Gus Bradley's system, there are oftentimes can be three safeties. But at the ultimate end of the day, the two safety look is most of the time what goes down. So let's kind of take a look into this. Let's kind of take a moment and think about what kind of drop-off we think will happen with Kari Willis now being gone and relying on somebody like Ronnie McLeod or Nick Cross or Armani Watts or somebody else that the Colts may decide to end up bringing into uh, in free agency still. Uh, what kind of drop-off do you see from this Colts secondary with Kari Willis now being gone? Yeah, and and let me first off say that you know, and I think you've said this as well. We wish Kari Willis the best. Mm -hmm. I'll never fault a guy, never fault a man for following his convictions, and so we wish him the best uh, moving forward. Obviously, stinks that he's no longer with the team, but uh, honestly, Derek, if I'm looking from this completely outside of Kari Willis the man, just Kari Willis the player. I don't know how much of a drop off necessarily it is, you know. Um, now, certainly, I'll say this: Kari Willis is proven, right? So you are missing, you know, you you do lose three years of starting experience at the strong safety position in this defense. Now, I get it; there's a new defensive scheme and all that stuff, but you know, I think the things that you lose is just another a respected guy in the locker room, right? You just lose another voice. While Kari Willis was young, he always seemed very mature, right? He seemed like just one of those natural-born leaders kind of guys. So um, you're losing that from him. But I think overall, um, I mean, I think we could both probably say after this season, Kari Willis probably maybe would have not been re-signed because of Nick Cross. I think uh, 
you know, obviously, you know, we all love the Nick Cross pick. We were a little bit confused at the time, but we thought, okay, maybe this is a move for next season. Well, that just got escalated up now to this season. Could Nick Cross potentially be, you know, that starter strong safety from week one? And I really think he has a great shot at doing so. I really thought he could even potentially challenge this year uh, for some playing time at strong safety. But I think we all kind of said that. We both kind of said that. You know, we felt like, you know, overall the ceiling for where Akari Willis was, while he was always a solid player, you know, he, his, he, I feel we felt like he kind of hit his peak, right? And, with a player like Nick Cross um, and even Rodney McLeod, I feel like personally their ceilings are much higher at this point. Now I get Rodney McLeod a little bit older, but you know he's been a proven vet in this league. And certainly Nick Cross, like we talked about it whenever the Colts drafted him, right? I mean, just a freak kind of athlete type of guy. And uh, so I think the big things that you lose are just the locker room presence, honestly, um, and more of that traditional box safety as well. So he's a very, very good tackler. Um, you're going to miss that. Certainly his fundamentals are, are next to none, you know, so just a guy that that very is very textbook when it comes to playing the game. While he may not be the most talented player in the world, he makes up for it and, and it can be a really strong, good, strong safety um, because of his technique. So that's kind of the stuff that the Colts are losing. Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about the player that Kari Willis was, I mean, he went from being, you know, a relatively unknown guy in 2019 to then in 2020 having his most efficient year and then 2021 battled with some injuries and, you know, people were questioning what was going on with him. But, you know, at the end of the day, you feel confident that somebody like Nick Cross or Rodney McLeod could end up taking that role over uh, just to kind of segue f- uh, for a second away from that. Do you believe that the Colts add another safety to this group, knowing now that Kari Willis is gone? Because, you know, you, st- you have your two players at strong safety. You have your two guys at free safety. But do you believe that there is another strong safety signing somewhere in this offseason? You know, I could see it. I could see the Colts just signing somebody. There's a few like older vets um, out there potentially that the Colts could go look to to bring in, you know, just not necessarily to start or really get any significant playing time. But I could see a scenario where they do. But also, Derek, on the other side, the Colts may have been prepared for this, right? I mean, Kari Willis very well may have told them, hey, even prior to free agency in the draft, hey, I'm contemplating, you know, you know, potentially stepping out. I don't, I don't know if the Colts thought this offseason or next offseason, but certainly I feel like they were prepared because they didn't only just get one other safety. They, they doubled down. Actually, they like tripled down. They got so many safeties right now. So maybe they do give a guy like Armani Watts, you know, maybe a little bit more of a look, right? He's only been a special teams guy. And if he's just sitting there at your fourth safety, I don't really think that's a big issue at all. Um, so I could see it going either way. I, you know, the Colts don't really have, I guess, necessarily the traditional strong safety right now, that box kind of safety. So maybe they do want to add a guy like that. You know, Rodney McLeod can play a little bit of both, but you know, he's more of a he's better in coverage, I would say, than he is. Well, he's not bad at all. You know, in terms of being the box safety, the Colts don't have more of that traditional guy. And maybe they want to get away from that with this new scheme, you know? Maybe they want to get more of a guy that can be, you know, multifaceted like a Nick Cross or like a Rodney McLeod. But, you know, I could see them bringing in potentially a vet just to compete in training camp if, you know, some of those other unproven guys beyond the top three 
uh, don't really pan out and really aren't that good of players. So um, I could see it going both ways, but I'll probably lean towards yes as it stands right now. Just get another box guy in there. Gotcha. I mean, there definitely are some decent uh, free agent veteran safety still out on the market. Uh, you look at guys like Landon Collins, uh, who just got released this last offseason uh, from Washington. I mean, Landon Collins, you know, from just, I think it was just two years ago, was just a, being paid the highest contract for a safety in NFL history at that time. So, you yeah. know, I mean, this is a guy that was removed from, you know, three years removed from the best uh, season of his career. And we saw what, you know, the Colts have done this offseason, taking guys that, you know, a few years ago were at the peak of their careers, but guys that are just looking for a resurgence. I mean, you know, just adding Landon Collins, even if you, uh, even though he's technically considered a free safety, still the experience of a Landon Collins really helps, especially his play style. You know, you look at guys like, uh, Matthias Farley, who, if I'm not mistaken, actually did play for the Colts at one point. So yeah, there's that, uh, you know, Jeff Heath is out there, uh, Trey Marshall, you know, you, you got, you got some names, you know, you got some names that the Colts can easily test the safety market if they so choose to, and it wouldn't surprise me. And, you know, if anything, I mean, the fact that Landon Collins is a free agent right now and the fact that he's, you know, not signed anywhere remains for me to think that Landon Collins, you could get him for relatively cheap. Uh, So that would be a very good pickup for me, honestly, if the Colts decided to do that. But, you know, we talked again about Rodney McLeod and Nick Cross, what they uh, are able to do. How confident are you in what those two are able to provide for the safety group? Because we talked about it a little bit already. But uh, who do you think gets the edge in that department right now? And, you know, what do they what do they provide that can replace in of Akari Willis? Because we talk, uh, Nick Cross has been getting the first team reps, it sounds like, in replacement of Kari Willis. He's been getting the first team reps. I mean... I think it's safe to say Nick Cross might be the starting strong safety come week one. I would not be shocked at all. I mean, Julian Blackman, man, you know, when Malik Hooker went down week one, Julian Blackman was a star, was a starting free safety. So uh, it's crazy how it kind of parallels, you know, third round picks um, just jumping in kind of with unforeseen circumstances where they weren't necessarily going to play a huge role um, in their first season. And, and it could be the same way here. Um, you know, with Nick Cross. So, yeah, I mean, I'm all for it, man. Um, I think, you know, Rodney McLeod's obviously the more polished guy at this point because he's been doing it for, you know, 10 years or so. But if Nick Cross is is taking those, and if, you know, obviously right now, still very early, but if we get into training camp and Nick Cross is still taking the Team 1 reps, I have no issue at all making him the starting strong safety because that just expedites the process, right? I mean, I think he's going to grow so much and he's going to, you know, become a better player, I think, for it from starting as a rookie. I really do believe that. I think there's nothing, no greater teacher than live reps um, for some of these players. So I think for a player like Nick Cross, I mean, we're all hyped for him. I I, want to see him now, you know, like we're all hyped for him. We all understood, okay, Corey Willis is going to be the starter this year, you know, and we were fine with that, but I think Nick Cross now, you know, the, I think <clears throat> certainly from a ceiling standpoint, the ceiling is much higher right now uh, for Nick Cross than any other safety on this roster competing for that strong safety position. I mean, and you look back at what 
you know, Corey Willis thrown right into the uh, the fire as well at the beginning of his career. You know, the, he was thrown right in. He was a fourth round draft pick. And, you know, nobody right. had any expectations for Corey Willis coming in. And, you know, first year, he was all right. You know, he didn't he didn't excel at anything, but he certainly wasn't terrible at uh, anything. So, you know, right. I mean, just even being average. And then, you know, we've been talking all the time about, you know, how he's not as much of an athlete as what Nick Cross is. I mean, you look at Nick Cross, Nick Cross is a entirely different athlete than what Kari Willis was. And right. you know, Kari Willis right. was sometimes in and out of position. And, but Nick Cross is kind of in that point now where he, this is, this is his role. So, you know, I think back to it, I'm like, I just don't think there's any way that Nick Cross can do much worse than what, Kari Willis had his first year. And like you said, it just comes down to the live reps and we'll see what happens with, uh, we'll see what happens with McLeod. You know, you wonder if he's going to get kind of the experience factor and maybe that might be why he eventually gets the start early in the season because of his familiar familiarity with Nick, with uh, Frank Reich and with a, cover three scheme more than what Nick Cross is. But I mean, yeah, I'm putting my bank on uh, Nick Cross, especially if he's getting the first team reps in practice right now. I kind of look at it kind of like a, a fail safe a little bit where, okay, if Nick Cross ascends and he's fantastic as a rookie and he's just like, wow, you know, we can't afford to not have this guy on the field. Great. You know, that's what you wanted, right? But if he's not quite ready, you have a vet in Rodney McLeod that you feel very comfortable with stepping in there week one and playing and playing well for you. So I feel like either way it goes, obviously you'd prefer option A, but if option B happens, I don't think that's the end of the world either because you still do have a really good vet and, and, and credit Chris Ballard that, you know, him and his staff, they just decided, you know, really early on in this offseason, okay, we are going to address safety and then we're going to address it again and then we're going to address it again. So that if something like this happens, unforeseen circumstances happen, you're prepared, right? And I think that you just got to credit them for doing that and the depth that they built on this roster where, yeah, that sucks, but a season to go, Derek, if this happens, Colts are screwed at strong safety. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are. I mean, at this, like, you're not going to get a player that, that plays at this caliber, right? You're not going to get a player of Rodney McLeod's caliber this late in the offseason. You're not going to get a player like Nick Cross at this point. And, you know, I think that's why I think it's been a really great offseason for the Colts, just finding that depth. Um, so you can weather the storms when they do happen and they will, you know, and more things will happen throughout the course of the season. That's just kind of how the nature of the NFL is. So uh, overall, I think the Colts are very well equipped um, to deal with this. And I really feel like they will, whether or not they add another strong safety, I think it'll just be for depth purposes. And honestly, we'll just expedite this process of, um, you know, getting Nick cross, maybe more starting reps right away as a rookie. So that, uh, you know, when he starts, you know, finding his own. Um, I, I think he's going to be a really, really good player. But you know, you gotta, you gotta just kind of get thrown in there a little bit. And so, I'm excited to see what happens with this safety room. That's going to be one of the big hot topics now. Positions to watch, position battles to watch in training camp. I'm really, really pumped for that um, because I want to see Nick Cross just light it up, man, in training camp and in the preseason and in the regular season. I want to see him have a Julian Blackman type of year because I think he has the talent to do so. So oh, yeah. I think Colts Nation should be very, very excited for Nick Cross potentially being the starter week one. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're talking about, like, when I mentioned the Colts potentially going out and getting another safety, I mean, you look at it from the perspective of, 
you know, you you lost George Odom this year, and it's kind of funny because I'm looking back at the numbers, and George and George Odom is actually like was actually the tenth highest paid safety this off season. And with a three-year contract worth $9.5 million. And then the next guy after him in total salary hit was $2.5 million. So there's a huge gap between George Odom and every other safety that went below him. Which is quite, quite crazy to think about because the Colts signed three uh, safeties. All three, they signed three safeties this offseason. Rodney McLeod, Brandon King, and Armani Watts. And then obviously acquired Nick Cross as well. So you assume Nick Cross, Rodney McLeod, those are two guys that are going to work that strong safety position. But behind it, you have Julian Blackman. But outside of that, like you said, Armani Watts has been more of a special teams guy. He's not been, he's not been entirely in the role of a free safety. He's had a few reps, but... Again, he's not he's not a designated free safety, and Brandon King has kind of been in the same boat. He's more of a special teams guy as well, so it's for the depth purpose. So you're at that point where you could actually see the Colts go with some extra free safety depth because we might have some guys, but is there a guy out there that you can rely on outside of Julian Blackman and Armani Watts or Brandon King? Can you rely on them to give you quality minutes if a Julian Blackman were to go down? I'm not sure at this point, and that's all the more reason why I think the argument of getting a Landon Collins or a Deshaun uh, Gibson in here, uh, Matthias Farley, guys like that, getting them in here for more quality depth. I think that's an important issue, and I think the Colts need to address it because free free safety, that's the issue you're having. Strong safety, you're covered when Nick Cross and Rodney McLeod and somebody else can take that spot if they have to. You also drafted Rodney Thomas, who can also play in that strong safety role and sort of a, a hybrid role that we've seen him do in college. But, I mean, behind Julian Blackman, I think there's some extra depth that's needed at that spot. Yeah, and to be fair, Rodney McLeod can play both. But you know, if he's your strong starting strong safety, who's going to be your back? You know, who's going to be your backup free safety? Are you going to throw Nick Cross in there? I don't know if you should. You know, play him out of position a little bit. Uh, maybe they would, but uh, yeah, I think you certainly that needs that's a conversation that needs to happen, right? You know, you need to address the depth because you had four quality safeties that you felt good about. Now you have three, so it might be good to just get another fourth one in there who may not really play that much, honestly. But that's a good thing. You know, that's the hope. Yeah, so. absolutely. That is the hope. Considering last year we we were going into almost every week knowing that the backups were going to be in. So let's hope that we don't quite have that as much this next year. But let us know your thoughts, guys, in the comment section about what you feel about the safety room right now and what you believe the Colts should do moving forward with this group. But thank you guys again so much for the continued support. Less than 300 subs away now from 12,000. Greatly appreciate all of your guys' support. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.